Hello everybody, welcome to the Explorations Podcast. Quick thought for this week's Parsha, which is Parsha Svayetze. Many things happen. Here is where the Jewish people are created. The foundational family of Yaakov and 12 children, 11 sons and Dina, are born in this week's Parsha. So this is the bulk of the Jewish people. And yet, there's a story that takes place at the very beginning of the Parsha. There's another element that I think we deserve to, uh, we need to focus on occasionally. It's an idea that deserves some thought. When Yaakov shows up at the well, there's this large stone on the well. And Yaakov asks them, why is everyone just sitting around? Get, uh, shouldn't you be working? What's going on? It's still, it's still, there's still plenty of time to do work and to do some shepherding. And they say, well, we can't because we need to give our flocks water to drink. And there's this huge stone on the well. And we can't do anything as long as the huge stone is here because there aren't enough people available yet to push the stone off the well. So Yaakov, when he sees Rachel, is motivated and he pops the stone off the well. Here's the thought I just wanted everyone to consider. Clearly something changed in the years between the previous visit to the well by Eliezer and this current visit by Yaakov. Just think about that. When Eliezer showed up, people were going and they were drawing water from the well and watering, uh, fill, filling the troughs and giving water to camels. Clearly something changed in society in the many years since that story occurred. What changed? If you do the math, you'll realize that about 77 years have passed since that earlier visit to the well. Societies can change in 77 years. What changed here in particular? Clearly it's what I would just basically call trust has left society. There was their trust has diminished. And if you think about many societies of old, or maybe even societies you grew up in, used to hear people say, I used to be able to leave my door unlocked at night. There are many people who, even up until recently, would have no fear leaving their car doors unlocked until there's a string of robberies that goes on in the community where people break into cars and the cars were left open. Why were the doors of homes left open? Why are the doors of cars left open? Because people were not afraid. Why did kids uh, once upon a time in different neighborhoods feel comfortable and their parents felt comfortable letting the kids just roam the streets for hours and hours until it got dark and sometimes even afterwards? Because there's a trust that goes on. And clearly what happened between Eliezer's visit and Yaakov's visit to this well is that society was transformed and there was a lack of trust that developed. I just want to share that. That's really the totality of the thought. What I want to leave with you is the idea that when there is a lack of trust, that's when communities have to band together and come up with ways, big rocks to put on the well, which is the equivalent of additional community power to prevent theft or uh, unwarranted taking of things. Think what it is that you as a society or you as a member of society can do to generate that trust where you don't where that doesn't happen. And when that does happen, think about what you can do to protect your community. Because this transformation, even though it was a, a, a test or it offered the, uh, us a view into how strong Yaakov Avinu was, I think was clearly a, a scene of a tragedy of what can happen to a society. I'll just give you one example that I think we're all aware of. 
We now, most shuls in America have some sort of lock on their door or some sort of code on the door that you have to press. I remember not so long ago, before the, the terrible massacre in Pittsburgh, there were many shuls where you could just walk in and the door would be open. And then we all got scared. That's life, and I understand why it's necessary, while I still mourn the fact that it is necessary. There used to be a time where everyone understood that you should not come with a gun into a shul. And then things happened, and all of a sudden, everybody, probably quite correctly, views being armed in a shul as a necessity. Think about that transformation, and think about what you can do in your own lives to do one of two things. Increase the level of trust in some zone that is under your control, or if that trust has been lost, mourn that loss of trust as you try to figure out the best way that you can protect you and your family. This is the mix, and this also happened in the times of Chazal. They wanted to trust any two Jews who would walk in to give testimony as to the appearance of the new moon was believed. And then people came into the Jewish people who could no longer be trusted, and all of a sudden we could no longer trust everyone's testimony. And hopefully, as societies can reintroduce trust into their community, maybe we can go back to a time where we won't feel like we have to lock everything all the time, where we'll be able to trust one another and to trust the world that we live in. And if that takes Mashiach coming, then I want Mashiach to come right now. And if we can just improve a little, then let us improve a little. And I still want Mashiach to come right now. With that, I want to wish you all a good Shabbos.